Bill, how you doing today? All right, Glenn. Christian, you look rested and just yeah. ready for the second half. You look good. You look good today. A bye week rest. Bye week is uh, yeah. perfect for everybody, right? Perfect time. All right, you always tell us the first week is of bye week is self-scouting, figuring out what you guys need to improve on and how you can get it done. So give us a little synopsis. How did that go? Uh, good. Good. It's you know, a good chance to you know, kick back and look at things and then also look ahead, you know, see what see what's in the future here. Um, you know, kind of get an overview of the next next seven games, you know, what we need to we need to be ready for so kind of put it all together and you know see what we can do is it one of those things that when you, when you say look ahead can you actually get you know maybe a partial game plan for some of the other teams that you're playing after you play philly well i think you have a general idea just like at the start of the season you know first however many games you know here are some of the problems we're going to face um there's no need to be uh, oblivious to those when they're they're eventually going to come in some things may hit this week and um come back again a couple weeks later some things may be unique this week some things may not show up again until two or three weeks from now so you know they come in different shapes and sizes i'd say but you know in general i think you you know you take a little bit of a look ahead and you also see where you are some of the things in the past may or may not be that relevant to the future they they could be very relevant or they could be you know, I would say maybe not that, not especially relevant. Well, even so. just injuries could play a role. You could do all this research, do all this prep work, and then somebody gets hurt, and they maybe they completely change their game plan or their philosophy, yeah. right? Right, yeah. But, I mean, you, if you play you know, teams that ran a lot of 11 personnel and now you're playing a team that runs a lot of 12 personnel, it's not necessarily the same. Or if you play you know, a couple teams that were you know, heavy man teams and now you're playing more of a heavy zone team, uh, or two of the next three, or heavy zone, you know, whatever it is, it, it could it could turn a little bit differently than just well, here's what we needed to do in those last few games. Um, maybe that doesn't have as much application going forward, or maybe you have to wait a week until you get back to it. So it's again, it's just kind of knowing where you are and putting it all together. I don't think there's any set formula to it. So when you guys don't play football for a week, this conversation about the team and looking back. So I would ask you, what you guys in a bye week, how does the second half of the season, how do you guys improve in the red zone? Yeah, well, we try to improve everywhere, so I wouldn't just limit it to that. Just, you know, try to do a better job all the way across the board. When you look at maybe some of those areas as far as the red zone goes, is it being able to run the ball better in the red zone, or is it, is it, is it something else? Uh, it's a combination of things. You know, we've had penalties down there. We've had opportunities to run the ball better. We've had opportunities to throw the ball better. Had opportunities to convert on third down. So, you know, everything could be a little bit better. So when you start at the beginning of the season, there are certain things that you feel your team can do. You're through nine games. There are certain things your team has done very well and other things they haven't done well at all. Do you change up or do you look at the things that you haven't done and say, we still have to do these things. If we want to be a complete team, we still have to do yeah, I think that's really the the conversation. I don't think you wait till week nine for that conversation. You have it along the way, but you know, we're just going to keep trying to do something that doesn't look like we're very good at, or do we feel like we can be better at it than we've been? We don't have production we want, but we can. We'll get that, uh, and then do we keep working on it? And that's you know, that's really a question. You, know, you, you only have so many plays. You only have so many 
so much time to practice things so you just have to allocate your time as efficiently as you can to try to get that done but that's yeah that's the question no question that's it but how do you do that because your, your personnel is your personnel at this point so do you try to scheme do you try to change how you're doing certain things to try to get production out of areas that you're not getting it right now yeah that, exactly that that's that's the decision do you do you keep doing what you're doing and feel like you're going to do it better and get it right or do you feel like we've Given this enough of an opportunity, it's not going well. Uh, is it time to try something else or try to do what we're doing differently? So, and the, you know, there's uh, I'm sure there'll be a combination of all those things, uh, and there has been a combination of those things. You know, we've nine nine games. We haven't just waited till this week to to look at that. You know, some of those things come up along the way, and we've made adjustments. Um, there's other things that we've said, oh, let's. We don't really have enough time here. Let's, you know, wait till we have a little bit more time, uh, you know, in this bye week and, and address it then. So there are a couple things that we're going to address this week that we haven't addressed in previous weeks just because it's a little more – we have a little more opportunity to do that. So I know I ask you – I feel like I ask you this every week, but I'm a huge Nikhil Harry fan. These guys kill me about it all the time. So – and I know I've asked you again a bunch of times, almost every week. Watch this use the same answer I've given before. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I just feel like maybe at this time you'll give it away, right? Um, but how's he progressing as far as you know being activated for the game? Uh, good, good. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see how it goes uh, relative to the game plan, the game, and so forth. But yeah, Nikhil's working hard. He's practicing well, and uh, so those are good things. Is there a, is there a player that you could compare him to? I mean, a lot of guys use Anquan Bolden as a comparison. Is that fair to say? Or yeah, I don't know. I've never coached Anquan Bolden, so I'm not sure. Is there a guy that you would that you saw and said, "Wow, he's similar to Nikhil Harry as a rookie"? Yeah, I don't know. You see, I I, I think that for, same answer as yeah, last. Like, <laughs> hey, I, I went I went in twice. Well, I, I want to ask you something else about him because listen, we know you're, you you guys you your job's to coach this team and not give away secrets. You know of, of what's going on in the organization, and Tom's kind of in that same boat. But I think as as fans or in the media, we hear you talking about Nikhil Harry or Tom being maybe short with Nikhil Harry when trying to talk about him. The compliments maybe aren't there, and we say, well, they're not happy with where he's progressing. Just reading into it, and I know that's not what we should be doing. But is that unfair to read in that maybe they're just not complimenting enough for us to make us feel like they really enjoy it, like 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 this kid, what they're seeing. All I can do is answer the questions, Lou. I can't tell you how to think. That's your job. Yeah, that's not good. I'm not good at that. <laughs> See, I read into things too much, Coach. You know, you, you don't get all the answers, so we read into things too much. And I think people maybe been unfair. Maybe I have just based on. I don't know what other sure answer you want. I mean, you like him. Yeah, Kristen asked a question. How's he practicing? He's practicing well. He's improving every day. He's working hard. What are we going to do this week? I don't know. We haven't made up the game plan yet. I can't tell you what we're going to do this week. I don't know what else you want. So was today just a um, – did you guys practice today? We did. Yeah. Was we today did. just a, you know, you know, knock off the rust type of thing? Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of that. Uh, you know, definitely do some things that I think have application for us going forward, but we're not into the specifics of the game plan like we're going to be on Wednesday, that's for sure. So I'll bring up another player, Isaiah Wynn. He will be eligible to play, I believe, in the Dallas game. How much work has he been doing on a regular basis? Much as he can. Yeah, as much as he can. So uh, let's just get to Philly then because uh, <laughs> um, what is it about this team that stands out to you 
um, offensively. Is Have they changed a lot since the last time you guys played them, or is it still the same philosophy as far as their approach to uh, from game to game? Uh, well, I think their general philosophy is, is pretty similar uh, to what it's been, to what Coach Reed has ran. And Peterson ran with Reed, and then Peterson ran without Reed. Um, you know, they've had some personnel changes, but you know, offensively, they're an explosive team. They run the ball well. They have a, a very experienced offensive line, uh, you know, with Dillard at left tackle for Peters. But other than that, uh, you know, it's a pretty experienced offensive line. They have two good tight ends. They have a good quarterback. Uh, they use all three backs, you know, Howard, Sanders, and Sproles. Um, you know, Aguilar is a quality player. Um, obviously, you know, Jeffries is a, is a quality player. Um, you know, resigned Jordan Matthews, you know, with Jackson out. So we'll see how things shake out uh, with the rest of the receiver position. But, you know, they have a good offensive line. They have good backs. They have very good tight ends. And and they have some good receivers. So they, they're pretty balanced, you know, run and pass. And, you know, they had a long drive to, to end the um, Buffalo game. You know, eight plays, 70-some yards. They had another eight plays, 70-some yarder uh, against Chicago to kind of put that game away. So they're very capable of controlling the ball, run and pass. And they're one of the top third down conversion teams in the league. They're one of the better red area teams in the league. Um, so they, they, they don't lose a lot of yardage in the running game. They don't get in a lot of second and longs. They probably have fewer second and longs than most teams in the league. So they get the ball going forward and, and do a good job on third down. And, are pretty efficient in the red area, so they can move the ball and score points. So, just to, um, so you mentioned Doug Peterson and then Andy Reid. I just start thinking about the coaching tree from like Mike Holmgren, Andy Reid, like just all those guys. Is it still considered a West Coast offense? Is or is that is it kind of morphed into something else? You know, as far as the way that that offense was run with Mike and then Andy and just all the other coaches that were running it. Is it the same thing or is it similar to that now? Yeah, well, Reed and Peterson have made the offense. I mean, it's a West Coast-based passing game. Uh, the running game is the running game, which is different. Um, but both Reed and uh, Peterson have taken the college uh, spread element and incorporated that too. So RPOs and um, those type plays are, are definitely part of the offense. So there's, there's certainly a West Coast element of, of yeah. the passing game, uh, but it's – I think you take Mike Holmgren out of it. It's we think we're there. They don't really, other than a few West Coast pass plays, they don't really run, run it the way Mike did. Uh, and if you go back to Bill Walsh and those, like Bill Walsh, the quarterback's never in the shotgun. So yeah, you forget about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obviously way different in in these offenses uh, and in Peterson's offense. So there's there's some differences, but there are some West Coast principles involved. There's no question about that. So Tom this morning was talking about how he's still not over that loss in the Super Bowl. I'm curious, how, how, how long does it take for you to get over something like that? Do you go back and say, oh, I wish we did this or we could have done that? Like, how long does something like that carry with you? And I think about some of the games that I lost in 75, <laughs> 81, and 86. And, uh, carry it all. Well, you hide it so well, Bill. <laughs> but, you know, he's got to move on. So, um that's what we're doing. Yeah, we're. Hey, 
You'll hear it'll be, it'll be nothing, nothing this this Sunday. So we'll see where it goes from there. And you'll hear people chanting Philly special and stuff like that. I'm sure during the course of the game. I'm sure. Yeah, it'd be a lot worse than that. Again. Oh, it'd be a lot worse. You, you've been there many years, dating back to the old Giants days, and I'm sure you've you've heard everything, especially around the holiday season. Yeah, I know. It, really, it really comes out. Yeah, it's great when the Santa Clauses battle each other in the stands. That's yeah. like they, they got a bad rap for that. It's like yeah, I've, I've seen it. No, it's happened numerous times. It's happened. What does it happen? What does it happen? Numerous. What has Santa been? Yeah. No, multiple Santas. It's almost <laughs> like the Salvation Army Santas get together and have a brawl. That's what it looks like. Um, the defensive front um, that they present, a lot of first-round uh, uh, picks, uh, Fletcher Cox and, and other guys. How difficult are they to run on? It's been a problem you guys have had to this point. How difficult are they to run? Yeah, they're one of the best-run defenses in the league. Uh, I think they're only giving up you know, 80-some yards a game or something like that. It's They've, they've done a good job. Um, you know, very well coached. Uh, you know, Jim Schwartz does a great job, and – they they play very wide, so it's hard to get outside on these guys. Um, you know, it's just it's just hard to get get past those ends. They're they're way out there, so uh, they do a good job of funneling things inside. And you know, you have a hard time blocking uh, the linebackers and and the defensive linemen in there. So that's that's the way they've always played. I don't yeah. think that's going to change. And so we'll have to you know have to deal with that. Jim Schwartz, he's he's one of the limbs on your tree, is he not? So yeah, uh, so Jim worked for me in Cleveland, yep, and uh, you know did a great job. Jim's you know very good in personnel, very one of the smartest people I know. Um, he has a tremendous capacity for uh, knowledge, recall. Um, very good, you know, schematically as a coach. Very good situational coach. I think he does a great job. Did a good job in Detroit. Uh, gave us a lot of problems when he was up in Buffalo. Yep. So yeah, he's a good coach. All right, go ahead, Big Phil. All right, uh, so we're not going to do the drive of the week because you obviously didn't have a game, Coach. So uh, we're going to do advice of the week, okay? And the advice of the week is going to be me asking you for advice. Coach, I've never, I don't think I ever came to you for advice when I was playing for you. <laughs> Probably a mistake. <laughs> so Probably you're doing some it now? issues. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I feel like here's my opportunity to, uh, to ask you some, some for some quality advice. I got this event I'm doing on Wednesday where I stay up for 25 straight hours. I do radio for 20, 25 hours to raise money for the American Diabetes Association. So, I mean, I know that you've had a lot of sleepless nights, right? Breaking down film, maybe you're not going home. I mean, sleep deprivation plays a role in your ability to think the right way. So I'm asking for some advice. So if, when you're staying up, like, what do you do to stay up? Like, how do you keep yourself up on those long, sleepless nights when you're here working on film? Uh, yeah, well, I don't. You know, when I hit the wall, then, then I wrap it up. And wait, so that's to, it? Try to stay. Hey, wait, you wait, hold on. Wait, that's, 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 that's terrible advice. <laughs> wait a second. It's not working. You know, I have, to st- I have to stay up. So wait, so when you just hit the wall, you just, that's it, right? You just, just bail on it, go home. Instead of like trying to, uh, I guess, break down film that you're not maybe, you know, retaining, you just say, you know, I'll come back in the morning. Yeah, I think for me, when I hit the point of diminishing returns, it's, it's time to take a break and start back and do, be productive so if you're not productive you're just sitting there you know and the film's grinding through and you you look up and you can't remember what the last two plays were because you just they didn't register then it's probably probably not so yeah, your advice for me much. is when i get tired is to leave <laughs> that'll be two to, two, <laughs> well, two to I four call a friend <laughs> no don't call me <laughs> well i mean you're on a charity event so yeah, that's different. Got so, yeah you gotta do what you gotta do on that one so i don't know have you ever what's what's have you ever pulled a, an all nighter coaching? Is it is it been maybe I'm sure when you were younger maybe. 
Yeah, probably, but it's not <laughs> advised. Not advised. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're trying to work and you're not getting anything done, then I mean, what's, uh, I don't get it. What's the point? Yeah. You have no choice. No, okay. No, he had no choice. So, okay. so, so, didn't so work. suck it up. Just so suck it up and go. Get some five-hour energy. <laughs> there you go. go there you go. Get so, Bill, it's Veterans Day, and in honoring uh, the veterans, we had uh, Jake Beckett on earlier today, who played yeah. for you, yeah. and decided that he had a higher calling and joined the service, and he compared a lot of stuff today in the conversation we had with him about the Patriots and the correspondence to, to the military. But Christian asked him the question about you and about playing for you and what he thought, how that translated in what he ended up doing. Here's the answer. Thank you. I, I treasured my time in New England. Um, I, I learned, uh, like I said, so, so many things from him and from the team, you know, things that I'll carry with me for the rest of my life, things that I've carried with me to, to Iraq and, and beyond. So uh, just, just tell him I said thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, yeah, we're incredibly proud of Jake and, um, 101st Airborne, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, Ranger. And, you know, when he uh, when he left, I mean, you know, he had, we had a long conversation. We had several long conversations, you know, when he went from defensive end to tight end and, you know, made that move. And, you know, Jake worked extremely hard. Uh, he gave us, you know, everything he had and, and more. He was really a pleasure to coach because he, he always had a good attitude, worked hard, didn't complain, um, anything like that. And, um, you know, when, when, he, when he left, it was – you know, kind of go on on to do other things and and uh you know he's obviously you know done very well we're very proud of what he's done and, and especially on a day like today to recognize that and and thank him for defending our freedom and making what we all do possible whether it's you know your job my job all of us it's uh you know we're indebted to him and and all the other service men and women that defend our country um you know we talked about that today uh, as a team and i think we're you know collectively or you know couldn't be more appreciative of what we have and honestly thank you know them and and so many thousands that have gone before them that uh, have provided uh, a strong ground for us to stand on yeah, he, he had said that this was something he had always th- thought about <clears throat> but his time here on days like today you bringing in different people to talk about the team and how important <laughs> the military was to you was sort of kind of pushing him in that direction where he knew this was the right move. So a lot of the things that you've done, I think, influenced him as well. Making um, that decision. That's very humbling. But, um, you know, what he's done, he's accomplished. And, um, you know, I didn't do any of that for him. He, he did it himself. So I'm sure he's very proud of, of what he's done, and we're very proud of him. It's amazing. We were talking to him about it. You know, you worry in football every single Sunday about blowing out your knee. Maybe when you're 50 or 60, you're going to have headaches or issues, obviously, because you get hit in the head. And yet he's going over into our rock, right into the heart of a situation that is very, very difficult and risking his life. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. Yeah, well, it's one thing to make a mistake and jump offside on a football field. It's another yeah. thing to make a mistake uh, in, in that line of duty and what the con- consequences are not only for you but you know for your teammates. And, and so it's uh, obviously a much higher level. Um, but, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, football represents – you know, a, a more organized way of combat strategy and, and so forth. And, you know, it's – but we're we're very proud of Jake and, and what he's done. So. And to all the veterans, we thank all uh, of them for letting absolutely. us uh, yep. do stupid, goofy stuff. Not you, Bill, but us. You know, uh, the three yeah, of us do doing stupid, stupid stuff. goofy stuff. Yeah, throw do. me in there, too. Back to work for you. We'll see you uh, on Monday. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Len. Good Blue. luck in Philly. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back.